my lovies. This is Christina with Karma's Eye Psychic LLC here on Universal Spirit Podcast. We are now into our third season. We are talking about planets and astrologies and zodiacs. Um, we have already talked about Mars, Jupiter, the sun, the moon. We've already talked about uh, Mercury. We've already talked about Venus. So now we are now on to Saturn and Uranus or Uranus. Um, trying to make it a little bit more interesting because like I cannot be Sailor Moon. I cannot compete with Sailor Moon and how that intro song starts um, when they're talking about Mars and Venus and Jupiter and I mean, all these other planets. Um, that's literally like one of my first introductions to like zodiacs and the universe, at least on a fun level for those of you who are as old as me to remember Sailor Moon <laughs> in particular. Um, if you did not have a previous interest in the solar system, literally that show will definitely get you into it. I am going to try to be as entertaining as that show. Let's face it, it's decades and decades of pure entertainment um, and just ingenious art. And I'll do my best, my lovies. <laughs> like last time, we were in for a treat when talking about Mars and Jupiter. We are talking about Saturn and Uranus, or Uranus, uh, which govern the two most complicated zodiacs, Capricorn and Aquarius. Literally has been described as the most complicated of the entire zodiacs. These two cannot, for some reason, be very matched very well or very quickly. Uh, it takes a lot to really get engaged with an Aquarius, a lot to get engaged with a Capricorn. There's a lot of trust walls built up. There's a lot of suspicion. There's a high level of intelligence um, and the ability to then, you know, betray and be betrayed. Um, because of the fact that they're high intelligence, um, it is really difficult to get into a romantic situation with these two. Um, Capricorn and Aquarius happen to be um, compatible signs with each other. There is very little discord between the two uh, because they are so similar to each other, uh, which is so interesting also because on the zodiac scale, um, Aquarius comes right after Capricorn, at least in the calendar, uh, Western calendar calendar year, um, January and February, where they do in fact share the end of January together. Um, these two are in fact like the two parents of the Zodiac, which I think is so very fascinating. But we will discover the secret as to why. Well, the planets have given us the answer as to why these two happen to be the most complicated, the most intelligent, and really the most in-depth these two seek a lot more than what their eyes can see, what their ears can hear. Uh, they seek more than even their gut feelings. They're always looking for something more, uh, which have been described for Capricorn and Aquarius as getting bored very easily in relationships um, or in friendships or even in careers. Um, and the mystery does lie in the planets, um, their movements, and definitely check to see uh, if Capricorn or uh, Aquarius rule any of your 12 houses. Um, to see what's going on there when it comes to your intelligence and your wit. All know that Aquarius is always on a very, very deep level of understanding um, and giving, you know, second and third chances where Capricorn happens to be 
Be fierce in cutting off the enemy, especially when they become very suspicious. They really do not take the chance at all to give another one. Really quickly, so Uranus is basically your potential for sudden change, enlightenment, and awakening. Basically the light bulb that you know, pops on when you come to a realization, um, when you had inner work done, definitely healing trauma, you know, just the one that just sets it off where it's like, oh, I get it, which is very interesting for an air sign. Cause I know a lot of derogatory things go around about air signs. Um, they're not all airheaded Aquarius being the one that is the, in fact, the thinker, you know, where Gemini is basically the seeker. Um, and you know, Libra is like the student, um, sort of speak, but Aquarius, like I said, is in fact, the, um, the parent of the air signs. Okay. Um, so they're the ones that kind of like get the spark of yes, now I get it. Um, and now things will begin to change. That's where the deeper understanding comes from when Aquarius understands themselves. If you have Aquarius anywhere in your chart, this is the energy, um, of freedom, uh, loving and rebellious, idealistic and technical, technological. So you're basically a young nerd. So something in your ability to be very good with like fixing things, um, your ingenuity, um, your just ability to solve problems. Um, and when it comes to freedom as well, really taking that time alone, learning and studying and also rules free thinking. For those of you who know how tough it is to nail uh, an Aquarius down or basically to settle an Aquarius down, that would be a bit of a clue and a bit of a hint which you should take into account. So let's just jump in with the facts about Uranus as a planet, okay? So Uranus is the modern ruling planet of Aquarius and it is excited, exalted in Scorpio. Um, in classical Greek mythology, Uranus is the personification of the sky. The planet Uranus is very unusual among the planets and that rotate uh, on its side so that it presents each of its poles to the sun and it turns during its orbit causing both hemispheres to alternate between being bathed in the light and lying in total darkness over the course of the orbit so fascinating uranus takes 84 years to orbit the sun spending about seven years in each sign of the zodiac uranus was discovered to be a planet only in 1781 by sir william herschel Astrological interpretations associate Uranus with the principles of ingenuity, new or unconventional ideas, individuality, discovery, electricity, inventions, democracy, and revolutions. Like I said, guys, free thinking, okay? Uranus, among all planets, most governs genius. Uranus governs societies, clubs, and any group based on humanitarian or progressive ideas. Uranus, the planet of sudden and unexpected changes, rules freedom and originality. In society, it rules radical ideas and people, as well as revolutionary events that upset established structures. Uranus is also associated with Wednesday alongside Mercury, since Uranus is in the higher octave of Mercury. 
we have entered the age of Aquarius, and I don't want to put like a downer on the fact that a lot of people don't want to work anymore. Um, a lot of people don't want to get married anymore. No, people are changing, you know, the dynamic of how society is going to be run. Uh, one good thing about it is we are seeing a downside of racism. Um, it is becoming less and less. I don't care what anyone on this podcast says. Um, that is one of the best things that Aquarius has given us during this time. Um, so it is, um, becoming obvious that we are in this new age where people have changed their mind about these structures that have been set up for thousands of years where they are crumbling, um, but mostly for the good, um, not many for the bad at all. In art and literature, the discovery of Uranus coincided with the Romantic movement, which emphasized individuality and freedom of creative expression. Additionally, it is often linked to an individual's animal spirit, like your animal, like cards and stuff like that. When it comes to medicine, Uranus is believed to be particularly associated with the sympathetic nervous system, mental disorders, breakdowns, and hysteria, spasms, and cramps. Uranus is considered by modern astrologers to be the primary native ruler of the 11th house. So check your houses, my lovies. See where Uranus could be. Um, see if it governs anything that would have a lot to do with, you know, why things are going the way they are in your life. So definitely keep that in mind. Even your friends or family members or even you who happen to have a lot of houses in, you, in Aquarius or are Aquarius Okay, that would explain like a lot of downtime, a lot of me time, a lot of alone time, um, a lot of, you know, changing your mind or their mind and as to why, you know, they think on different levels um, after long periods of basically, you know, doing what they're told and then they all of a sudden become this new person. That's basically the art um, and the frame of an Aquarius. It's kind of like, oh, let's just destroy it and make something else. We use the same wood, but we're going to just make a whole different dresser. This dresser is not going to have four drawers anymore since the fourth one doesn't want to work. We're going to make it three and we're just going to work with it. You know, very, um, very good at adjusting. Um, things still moving forward because an Aquarius doesn't want anything more than to move forward. Um, and sometimes breakdowns and hysteria happen to be part of that. It's kind of like they understand that there, there has to be some type of, you know, breaking point in order to break through. So um, the light bulb going off and genius and intelligence is kind of like, oh, I know what's holding me back. I'm being lazy. If I wasn't lazy or scared, I could cross this ocean. If after I cross the ocean, I'll get to where where I need to be the end see where that is in any of your houses um, in your chart uh, and lastly uh, Uranus wasn't discovered until 1981 as we had said before as one of the outermost planets it moves rather slowly through the zodiac and it results in its effects is felt more um, generationally than individually um, so you'll see it more on a social uh, spectrum rather than just one person. Uranus brings with it a new way of looking at things and its approach is best met with an expanded consciousness. Nothing tight, nothing really conservative. So you got to really get comfortable with things really quickly with an Aquarius.
Originality, inventions, computers, cutting-edge technologies, and future events are all ruled by this planet. Uranus sees no need for the status quo, preferring instead to break with the traditions and create a new world. While the building blocks are safe here, this planet would rather focus its gaze on a new world order. To that end, rebellion, revolution, dictators, and autonomous state and free will all fall under the age of this planet. In Roman mythology, Uranus is called Celius. In Greek mythology, is known as Uranus because that's how it was named anyway. Um, in Armenian mythology, the planet Uranus is known as Yurknak. Um, in Hindu, the Hindu god Aruna, um, and he's also the father of Saturn or the grandfather of Jupiter or the father of the sky, which, you know, in most popular um, Norse and pagan uh, religion. All right, so that concludes our Aquarius Uranus talk. We are now going to move on to Saturn, uh, who governs Capricorn. Ooh, the spooky one, right? The mom one, the responsible one, the, the money-making one. You know, me. Because we are lovers of self. And you want to really know why. Because Saturn is the part of you that accepts challenges to gain wisdom. It is the planet that really wants to like whatever it takes to get what it wants. It's greedy. And it wants things all the time. That's why Capricorns always have money. Capricorn is the energy around you that is serious, materialistic, and hardworking. It bestows shrewdness and caution and ambition. It's like you're rude to people because you want money but you're ready to get up at one o'clock in the morning every day to be somewhere at five o'clock you know make sure you run around and burn some calories take a shower and still wake up before everybody else just so you can tell them later what you know lazy fucks they are but deep down inside you know your wounds are hurting really bad but you don't let anyone know that you just collect the cash that they could have gotten you know could have been you up here you should have worked harder and sometimes that doesn't seem like it's enough. Like once you conquer one mountain, because goats are actually mountain climbers, then you got to conquer another and then another and another when you're basically, basically working forever, like working to death. Capricorns and Saturn people are workaholics. No, it is not attractive. It literally is not attractive. But literally, who's going to stop this? Like literally no one, okay? Like have you ever met a Capricorn? For those of you who have met me, please do not say anything. But Capricorns are serious. We, 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 we're serious and you know our sense of humor can be pretty freaking dark we like to base humor based on facts um, of things that we have encountered we have experienced a lot because we like to put our hand in everything um, we are represented in the tarot as the devil um, because it's like we have to be everywhere it's kind of like a Capricorn doesn't necessarily get fired it's kind of like we get bored we get a job get another one get another one get another one next thing you know we've, we've had a job everywhere in the town that we live in um, it's kind of like you know we just want to be there if we are trying to be found on social media we'll be on every single social media platform so you can always find us there's like literally no excuse we give you no excuse because we don't take excuse we don't have any excuse so we try to you know put everyone on our level which is literally impossible and then that's how we start feeling like we're better than everyone i'm just saying if you ever met a capricorn that's basically the outline okay we love our families 
Okay, we love our families, but those cunts sometimes can be really ungrateful. Okay, and we like the idea of being Santa Claus at Christmas or any holidays that you celebrate. We like to be the one that is organizing it, controlling it, and making sure it goes well. We'll do anything to make sure it goes well. We will throw people out of a holiday to make sure it goes well, and we don't care what people think. Well, sometimes we do. Uh, When it comes to love and relationships, let's just face it, all right? We want somebody who's going to be there forever, but let's just face it. Like, we want someone that's going to have really good credit and make sure we buy a home that's really, really nice. And just someone that we can have sex with for the rest of our lives. We don't necessarily have to talk to them. But if we do talk to them, please be intelligent. We don't want a dumb whore for the rest of our lives. But enough about me, just in general Capricorns. And that's literally because of the planet Saturn. Saturn is the one that makes that a thing. That's why Saturn and Uranus and and Aquarius and Capricorn are so complicated and so very difficult to match. Like Saturn is the only planet that has visible rings because there's over a thousand of them orbiting that planet because God loves Saturn so much he put a ring on it because we're awesome, okay? Anyway, let's talk about Saturn. So Saturn is traditionally the ruling planet of Capricorn and Aquarius, and it is exalted in Libra. It's classical Roman mythology. Saturn is the god of seeds, crops, husbandry, and the harvest agriculture, leader of the Titans, father of the founder of civilization, social order, and conformity. So Saturn is very masculine. Um, That is definitely a hint for those of you trying to date or who have already been involved with a female Capricorn. Just keep that hint there. All right. The glyph is shaped like a, I don't know how to pronounce that word, but it is known as the crescent below the cross. Whereas Jupiter's glyph is the crescent above the cross, famous rings of the planet Saturn that enclose and surround it reflect the idea of human limits. Saturn takes 29.5 years to orbit the sun, spending about 2.46 years in each sign. During ancient Roman society, the Romans worshipped Saturn as the highest ranking and most important god among their pantheon of deities, sharing that same prestige with Jupiter. I mean, Saturn was literally queen, queen bee, with up there with Father Jupiter, okay? Let's just say we're hot, we're hot. Astrologically speaking, Saturn is associated with focus, precision, nobility, ethics, civility, lofty goals, career, great achievements, dedication, authority figures, stability, virtue, productiveness, valuable, hard lessons learned, and cosmic justice. Karma, that is the ruling planet of karma. Uh, Restrictions, boundaries, anxiety, tests, practicality, reality, and time. It concerns a person's sense of duty, commitment, responsibility, including their physical and emotional endurance um, and foresight. The ability to battle and overcome hardships. Saturn is fundamentally economical. It also represents concern with long-term planning um, in a sixth sense. The return of Saturn is said to mark significant events in each person's life. According to the first century poem uh, poet Manilius, Saturn is sad, morose, and cold. And it is the greater malefic, meaning very, very melancholy and emotionless. 
Claudius Ptolemy states that Saturn is the lord of the right ear, the spleen, the bladder, the phlegm, and the bones. Saturn symbolizes process and things that were dry and cold, which are necessary balancing aspects to maintain life. It governs the melancholic humor. Literally look that up. I cannot Google that right now. <laughs> there are references to Saturn in the Sefer Yitzhara, uh, which is an old Hebrew slash uh, Sumerian um, book of magic um, in the beginning of time. Um, the things that rule the universe um, and Saturn and Jupiter are heavily mentioned. Saturn is known to be both male and female, both right and wrong, up and down. It is basically the god or if is the god of karma. So there really is no double crossing a Capricorn or anyone that has Saturn in their chart. Check to see where you have Saturn or what zodiac sign um, is in your Saturn um, because that is your karmic compass, so to speak. And for those of you who have Capricorn in uh, your Saturn, um, that's exactly where it should be. So that means your moral compass um, is definitely dead on balls accurate, especially when it comes to your sixth sense and your intuition of feeling like something is wrong um, and something is right. Um, even though Saturn second guesses itself, the first guess usually is, in fact, the correct one. In traditional astrology, Saturn is regarded as the ruling planet of Capricorn and Aquarius, which is the following sign in Western astrology, appraises Saturn as the primary native ruler of the 10th house. In traditional Hindu astrology, however, Saturn ruled both the 1st and 8th houses and had its joy in the 12th house of mischief and bad luck. Now, represented in the tarot as the devil, this is a fact. Um, because Capricorns, we are very dark, we understand what is right and wrong, and we have no problem dipping our hand in both areas. Uh, we will, in fact, be the, you know, homemaker wife that shows up to the pie contest or to the pie sale or whatever for the school, for the kids. At the same time, we will also be in the police department being the one that corrupts all the cops for our personal gain. Just keep that in mind when you're with a Capricorn. Not to say we're not to be trusted. However, we are the best partner in crime right um that you could possibly have this is either committing crime or solving crime because we love to get to the bottom of crime saturn rules saturday which is named after the deity saturn dante alighieri associated saturn with the liberal art of astronomy and astrology which makes sense as to why i am obsessed with it Okay, since I was eight, love astrology. There's nothing I can do, nothing you can do. Just listen. In Chinese astrology, Saturn is ruled by the element Earth, which is warm, generous, and cooperative. In Indian astrology, Saturn is called Shani or Sani, representing a noteworthy career and longevity. He is also the bringer of obstacles and hardships. So it's kind of like, yes, I will love and hug you, but you have to get over this ring of fire to prove that you are as strong as me. Otherwise, we can't be together. Some final facts about Saturn. So in keeping with the passage of time, Saturn governs old age along with the lessons it teaches us. Learning life's lessons is key to this planet. In keeping with its role as the teacher, uh, the majesty of older age also brings the certain sense of tradition, uh, conventionality, um, and this planet applauds our perseverance and the fact that we've withstood the tests of time.
Structure, order, and the way in which we conduct our affairs are all ruled by the ringed planet. Contraction and reigning in the assets are also important here. Lastly, Saturn, again, is the role of the teacher, and it concerns itself with karma and the lessons in which past experience might bring. So... It is not going to be an easy task to convince Saturn that you are as good or Capricorn that you are as good as them. There is a huge proving dance ring of fire that has to be done. We do not just believe people because if we know that people can be just as smart as us, just as clever as us or just as dark as us, we need to see that they will not betray us. Um, The capability is always there. We want to see if they've already tapped into it because Capricorns and Saturn placement people, you know, just are super intelligent. They know that capability always exists. Last but not least, but in Roman uh, mythology, um, is called Saturn. Babylonian mythology is called Ninurta. In Greek mythology, it's called Kronos. Um, an Armenian god is known as Artax. Okay, we've heard that one before. Uh, in Hindu uh, astrology, is called Shani. Uh, an Egyptian god, Geb. Um, is also known as the god of agriculture and the father of Jupiter. So there you have it, my lovey Saturn in Uranus and Capricorn and Aquarius. Um, that concludes to the complication, um, to the 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 headache, <laughs> uh, the goodness, the all molded into one. This big fat emotional intellectual twister of these two. These two, in fact, planets do have rings. Uh, Uranus's rings are not as visible as uh, Saturn's. However, Uranus rings around the planet are more powerful in the way of thinking as Saturn's has a million of them because of being garish and being uh, very showy, you know, braggadocious, um, really just governing greed um, and honors. Glad today you listened to get to the bottom of these two complicated um, signs. Uh, See where you know, you have Aquarius, see where you have Capricorn, see who governs your Uranus house, see who governs your Saturn. Um, that would definitely give you an idea as to how you're feeling intellectually, how well you're doing at work, how well you're doing financially, how well you're doing at school and studying things and the things that you do study and why they are so important to you. Uranus and Saturn have a lot to do with that. So my lovey dovies, thank you for listening. This is Christina with Karma's Eye Psychic LLC here on Universe spirit podcast this concludes my episode five and i will see you next week in another episode so let's have those conversations loveys all right love and light over and out bye